0: We will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad, he is crazy, some say he never had any marbles at birth, or maybe he's onto something. It's the cast with Larry Lai. it's not fearless, just real talk, and now here's your host. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. My name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being with you for yet another episode. Uh, It's not great times, but I'm just happy to be here. Um, I was, uh, yeah, did I tell you guys, it was totally unwell for quite a while (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not something to laugh at. Yeah, but it just keeps coming back in some ways, probably after effects of being unwell and so forth. Apparently it's a thing. I don't know how much of a thing it is, uh, or am I thinking it's a thing. So it might be a thing of a bob. Who knows? So coming up in the second uh, segment, I going to talk about uh, COVID-19. Um, some of the drama that's been happening in Zimbabwe and and things of that nature and, uh, you know, just figuring things out, sort of figuring where we're going and hoping for the best. And then in the third segment, I'm going to talk about something that is a little bit more dramatic, ethical monogamy. Stick around for that if you want to find out. But in the first segment, let's talk about some of the big stories that made the, the news this week. Shingi Muneza popular pastor in Zimbabwe and businessman had to step down at his church where he was a pastor uh, after admitting to uh, adultery, for, uh, after cheating on his wife, and this is after his daughter outed him out on um, Facebook. This is he put up a post where he said, I think it was sixteen or twenty-six years or something with his wife, and he's like, "Oh, my best friend," and all that other stuff. And his daughter comes out and says, "Hey, but you've been cheating on my on my mom," and things like that, like that and all sorts of accusations so he's come out and said look I'm stepping down from the church I let down my wife I let down, let down the church it's all very dramatic and I mean look I have a thing against outing your family out on social media, but I know very little about this particular situation, so I'm not going to be critical and come out and say, hey, the girl in question was wrong, whatever. You, you never know why she ended up having to use social media to communicate when she couldn't talk to her father directly. Uh, what else happened? Levels, fanton and Dama, remember the guys who were arrested for having the New Year's party? Well, they've been given bail $10,000. Um, the sceptical version of me is like they're going to be singing or they're going to be producing government-related content for for a bit. <laughs> I'm just sceptical like that. They're probably going to be releasing jingles that going to be coming out on TV and they're going to make them very popular and stuff like that. So levels and they're out on $10,000 bail. They are not appealing the conviction of flouting um, COVID-19 regulations where they held a... Christmas party, a New Year's Eve party rather, uh, that was illegal because at that time before this hard lockdown, Zimbabwe had um, uh, curfews that went up to 10pm but uh, there wasn't a stay at home order but you were not allowed to have more than 100 people but you were not allowed to have parties and so forth. So a lot of people like if you heard me in the last uh, podcast um, I talked about how so- some people felt it was unfair because people on the northern side of Samora. Shell, which kind of divides the poor and the rich, sort of, in in Harare. Well, they could have, um, they never got into trouble for doing anything untoward. And so it was like, who was connected? So maybe, I don't know. I don't want to assume there's corruption taking place, but, you know, it's, it's weird. Um, ASAF, shout out to ASAF. He's been nominated for an MTV um africa music awards is that what they call them the mamas yeah so he's been nominated for one of those he's, he's going to be representing zimbabwe in the listeners choice uh category and uh, what else zimbabwe is load shedding is back so zimbabwe is reintroducing load shedding the reason this time they claim is that it's because there's been a a what you call it, a um a fault out at the Hawange power station, and that has taken 200 megawatts off the grid. So between uh, 4 p.m. and 7 p.m., there's be there'll be load shedding. The place I'm staying, there'd been I think we've we'd had pretty much no power cuts in I don't know a year or something like that, and. This was even when other people were getting a bit of a power cut, but yeah, it looks like load shedding is here. And you know when Zimbabwe when things sort of start a little bit, they just sort of stick around for a while. So I'm not very I'm not very optimistic that this load shedding is gonna go away anytime soon. Finally, the United States of America's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were put in as, or sworn in, as president and vice president, respectively. I wish them well. That country is looking a bit crazy right now. But, you know, um, you always want to wish people well. You don't want to be that guy who just kind of like wants the world to keep burning and stuff like that. But I yeah, I'm just got the feeling that Donald Trump is not going anywhere anytime soon. He's just, he's just a bit strange, isn't he? I mean, the guy ran for election because... Uh, Barack Obama roasted him and just like Yo like, You know You keep a grudge Don't you And with the way People have been Calling him names And things of that nature Who knows What kind of grudge He's keeping So yeah It's going to be tense It's Larry You're listening to The Criticast wash your hands avoid sick people and touching your face there are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases visit cdc.gov covid19 brought to you by the national association of broadcasters and this station we appreciate your time tell your friends and family about us <laughs> Says, in case you don't know, the numbers in Zimbabwe for COVID nineteen have been going up like crazy. Uh, I'll tell you, the Facebook social media in general has become sort of like a like a graveyard. Every time you go onto social media, somebody's telling you about who somebody who they lost or they know somebody who's lost somebody. There was a sad story somebody told me about that somebody's um, mother. Uh, this guy's in the United Kingdom. Oh, I think it's a guy or girl. I never found out whether it was a guy or girl that they were referring to in the United Kingdom. Their mother died. And then the next day, the father died. So, I mean, it speaks to issues such as, uh, is there enough education that has been given to people? Like, uh, you know, parents, are our parents living together? with one of them having caught COVID-19, are they sitting? Are they living separately like that? Are they sleeping in another room? But then the other side of it all is that, do they have another room to sleep in? Because sometimes people have got one room to live in, like in Bari. So what happens? How do people self-isolate? This is it's a bit of a crisis for me when it comes to Zimbabwe. And the world, it's something that has to be interrogated, has to be investigated, because the number of deaths that are taking place is insane at the moment. And it's, it's not even a case of is only touching the rich and famous i mean the, the poor sorry, uh, if you look at the recently the the biggest of uh, the lot was moyo most of um, the zimbabwe uh, foreign affairs minister minister rather uh, he passed away s b moyo from covid nineteen complications dr Ellen Gwa- uh, Zimba as well motoranga um, and it was good touch by the way from the leader of the opposition MDC Alliance, um, is he MDC Alliance or something? Like an opposition leader, uh, Nelson Chamisa, sent out condolences to SB Moyo, who would have he would have sparred with a couple of times. And, and the same uh, Morton Malianga was a ZANU-PF, um, what is he, ZANU-PF, uh, Central Committee member or Politburo member one of those situations and therefore you would have been like this is somebody from a different party and you could see the same thing in terms of how people are now really coming together around this. I'm hoping that this is the beginning of it. In South Africa, where Jackson Tembu, the pre- the minister and the presidency, passed away, and yet people from across the divide, um, guys like um, the EFF putting out their condolences, everybody just put, dishing out their condolences. And as far as Zimbabwe is concerned, I'm, begin- I'm hoping that this is going to be a situation where The big political players. I'm going to put the politics aside for a second. I know the politics in three years from now, and that means people are really beginning to start politicking, whatever the case may be. But to sort of put everybody, everything aside, and have a conversation about how everybody can fix this. Fazeh Mahere, who was in prison by the other the other day, has come out and said she's 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 caught COVID nineteen, so she's dealing with it. She didn't say the extent of the of the you know. Of her being ill and stuff like that. Akudam my friend, by the way, he's out of hospital now. But it turns out that he finally ended up getting it. It's um, not known whether he had it before he went in. Did he catch it while he was being treated? We don't know. I I haven't had this conversation with him, so this is just speculation. But you know, it, the conversation has to be had. It's a very important conversation. A vaccine for vaccine drive by the by the reckoning of the. United um, Nations World Health Organization is going to happen by end of year. That's when it's going to be a major vaccine drive. So there might be certain small amounts of vaccine that might be available for some people and countries that are sort of like better income countries like South Africa could start already giving out their vaccines. But for countries like Zimbabwe, they might have to wait for a long time. And by the pronouncements of the vice president also, wait for it, the Minister of Health and Childcare, Child Care, he said that they're still looking at efficacy issues. They're still looking at or well, how other countries are doing. it. I don't know how many countries we're going to look at in Zimbabwe until we decide that this country can get, can get access to that vaccine. I, I know that some people are against the, the, having a vaccine, but there was a study that came out that if you catch COVID-19, you generally are protected for 5 months. So would you want to get sick every 5 months catching covid-19 and so forth? It's a decision you can make. I'm not really going to tell you that you, you there's a, a different way to think and that you should think that way, but fundamentally I think there are options and there are still there's still you know there's still different ways to think about it, but I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a big believer in vaccines. I think we'd all be dead by polio or something, some, you know, back above, beyond disease and I'd be living to the age of 25 and dying or maybe to the age of five even. Infant mortality because of, of um, what you call it, of uh, vaccines um, went down in places like Africa. So, you know, let's give it a try. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if it works out, we could save the whole world. It's Larry, and you're listening to The Quick Cast. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. It is time. Listener discretion is advised. That is the final segment, which is the relationship segment. And today I'm talking about ethical monogamy. It's just a fancy word for saying, it's an approach to relationships wherein, you know, people can have more than one romantic or sexual partner at a time. And everybody involved is aware and enthusiastically consents to the dynamic. so we're talking about polyamory open relationships swinging they're all forms of non-monogamous relationships so what i'm going to go through first is how you do it so it's a practice what it means to practice ethical non-monogamy then i'm going to go through a list of what is classified as some Uh, what you call it, ethical, non-monogamous types of relationships. So let's first go through, uh, as I say, the practice. Number one, you and your partner agree on what you want and don't want. That's very important. It's not about set rules. You know what I mean? It's not like you're sitting there and you're saying, you can have a relationship agreement like Sheldon had. The people involved will make arrangements uh, or rather an agreement about what the relationship dynamic would look like. So partners can decide if they want to have their relationship uh, to be committed, casual, long-term, short-term, romantic, sexual, or any combination of these things. And they may um, mutually agree on what types of uh, connections they'll pursue and not pursue. Both with each other and with others and they can set any parameters or uh, expectations they'd like to make all parties so that all parties uh, can feel comfortable and um, there was uh, the, who's this? I was reading this from somebody, uh, Dr. Wright, uh, the racial A. Wright, was a psychotherapist. Said every relationship has its own agreements, and that's uh, really up to each person to figure out. Some have specific things around STIs because of pre-existing conditions, while others may have agreements around emotional involvements and where and how you interact with a non-live-in partner. Number two, honesty is vital. Honesty and transparency are the bedrock of an ethical non-monogamy. People in ethically non-monogamous relationships, relationships rather, must become comfortable with uh, talking openly about their feelings, needs, and desires, as well as being attentive to the other per- persons or the other people. So, since there's more than one person, so this you've got to have this thing called active listening and empathy. So, active listening is where you are actually connected and involved in the discussion. Number three, you need to care about your partner's feelings. Now, being non-monogamous does not mean you get to care less about uh, anyone's feelings or well-being. On the contrary, ethical, ethically non-monogamous relationships uh, necessitate a lot of care and empathy. And what is important is, is that, you know, the same ethical considerations from monogamous relationships, relationships also apply to non-monogamy, so there's no lying to each other, no pressuring each other's into things that one person doesn't really want, and no going behind each other's back number four you can still have a primary partner some non-monogamous relationships or people will choose to have one primary partner there's a type of ethical non-monogamy oh gosh what's happening to me ethical non-monogamy is known as a hierarchical relationship hierarchical hey goodness hierarchical relationship it's not word like hierarchical but conversely can also have choose to have a non hierarchical relationship so some people who practice ethical non-monogamy don't have or don't want a primary partner instead all their partners may be considered equal equally important or important in different ways for example a person might have many casual partners none of whom you consider a committed life partner or a person might have two partners who they are equally committed, to, uh, equally committed to at the same time. Some people might have a group of people who where everybody is dating one another. Uh, for example, a triad is a relationship with three people who are all uh, uh, romantically involved with each other. A uh, quad is a group of four people who are all romantically involved with each other. The one that's called a triad, you may know uh, it ref- referenced to sometimes in conventional language as a thropal. Now, there will be ups and downs okay Uh, they're positive and negative emotions that will happen in the relationship so these are things like uh, jealousy insecurity fear worry doubt excitement increased libido uh, uh, deepened connection with the original partner autonomy freedom conscious boundaries conscious communication uh, abundant gratitude and comparison that one's a big one as well as compassion And suddenly you will also get to feel jealous sometimes. So, by the way, those feelings we're talking about is the the feelings coming from the other person. So I'm talking to you about how Uh, when you make a human connection with somebody and it's a non-monogamous relationship. So some of those things. But you can also feel jealous. You're likely to be jealous sometimes. Uh, Over time, people in ethically non-monogamous relationships may experience jealousy less often or to a less intensity or they may simply have better ways of coping with it when it crops up. Some people drink, okay? It becomes a thing. You drink whenever you think, oh, goodness, she's sleeping with somebody else. <laughs> so, ethical monogamy versus polyamory. We need to talk about it. polyamory is one form of ethical non-monogamy, which is an umbrella f- a term that uh, encompasses many other types of relationships: swinging, casual sex, open relationships, and polyamory are all uh, forms of ethical non-monogamy and there are many others. I'm gonna talk about the different many others. Uh, Polyamory, I've already mentioned, threesomes, and a threesome can be a couple bringing in a third person to have sex with them, whether for a one night stand or regularly. Swinging, when a couple has sex with uh, another couple and or swaps partners. Cuckolding, when a couple brings in a third party to have sex with one of their partners, even or often with the other person that's just watching, and then I talked about hierarchical relationships, where a relationship where there's a set of primary partners, usually a couple who prioritize each other, while they they also have secondary partners. Then there's polyfidelity, which is an interesting one, a relationship between a group of people where all members are equal partners in the relationship, and no one has sex with with or dates people outside the group so I talked about triads groups of 3 quads groups of 4 v's uh, that is a three person relationship where one person is dating two people but those two people are not dating each other can be forms of polyfidelity relationship anarchy it is an, uh, an approach to relationship usually non-hierarchical where there are no set rules or expectations other than the ones that uh, are inv- that involve the partners agreed upon Open relationships where people can uh, uh, where a couple or set of partners are currently open to new romantic and sexual partnerships. Uh, casual dating and casual sex when people casually date and have sex with multiple people with everyone knowing what is happening, and monogamish. I left those one for the last one. A couple that's mostly monogamous but might occasionally have sex with other people in certain situations. I know there's a couple of ones that we're going to have discussions over in the next couple of weeks. Polyamory, and I'm going to get your input on it. And if you want to get in touch with me, it's uh, uh, larry at 3-mob.com. I should really come up with, because since I've got a W now, I should really come up with a Larry at Quirikast. So maybe by the next we uh, will do that. Get in touch with me on Twitter at um, Quiriray. K w i r i r a y i uh, so that we can also talk about swinging and all talk about cuckolding, let's talk about all those things. Are people open to that? Are you, are you sitting at home thinking, well, how do I? Maybe I want to start this conversation with my partner. And how do you start it? How do you get get yourself going in that sort of relationship? And um, also get in touch with the. Remember to always. Check out 3-MOB.com for all the latest news. This podcast is published by three men on a boat. (laughs) Not at. (laughs) It's published by three men on a boat. I don't know. My brain is scattered. When when you're doing things in the middle of the night because you're worried that the power is going to go out, that's what happens. I should have had a drink before this anyways uh, take care of yourself and the people that you love and it says as i was always say from where i come from my name is larry quitted i it right? it's been the it Cast. take care of yourself loved what you've heard on this week's episode well the answer is simple